Sad, 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 What's up, everybody? This is Ed Lover. It's time for another Kibbutz, son, the podcast. Thank y'all for joining me today. I appreciate it. This is being brought to you by CigarsInternational.com. That's where I go to purchase all my cigars. That's where I go for all my cigar needs. That's where I go for all my humidors. That's where I go for my cutters, my brand new lighters. Once my lighters run out, I go to CigarsInternational.com. And if you need anything, please feel free to visit their website, CigarsInternational.com. Dot com. You can always go to my page at lover.com on Instagram. I mean, not at lover.com, but at lover on Instagram, at Ed lover on Instagram, at Mr. Ed lover on Twitter. Always see me doing something with cigars and trying to put y'all on to new cigars, new tastes, new flows, all of that, all the time. That's exactly what I do, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so cigarsinternational.com. When you get ready to check out, use promo code ED10OFF. That's E D. One zero O F F E D one zero O F F for ten percent off your entire purchase. Uh so thank you, cigarsinternational.com. I'm a man, Fire Marshall West. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support one hundred percent always. So, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast I want to talk about athletes and politics. Cause this has been going on for so long. So recently, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump went on another one of his late-night Twitter rants. This was Friday that just passed. And he said, um, Don Lemon, he called Don Lemon the biggest idiot on television and said that Don Lemon had interviewed LeBron James, who's been very vocal about his displeasure with some of the policies of the presidency. And Trump pretty much disrespected Don Lemon and, and said even Don Lemon made LeBron seem intelligent. So he threw the guys out that LeBron wasn't intelligent at all. And he really disrespected Don Lemon and LeBron James on some veiled, racist, but really insulting text messages. And after the, I'm uh, not text message, on Twitter message. And on the twi- end of the Twitter message, he wrote, I like Mike. So everybody kind of waited and sat back and waited for Michael Jordan to respond. And finally, Michael Jordan did. And he said, I think what LeBron James is doing is great for the community. Even President Trump's even President Trump's uh, wife, Melania Trump, said she thought what um, LeBron James was doing was fantastic for the community. And then when her spokespeople had to come out, of course, and say, well, that doesn't mean that she's going against what her husband is saying. She just thinks what LeBron is doing is great for the community. All of these people came out in support of LeBron James and what he was doing in the community. And a lot of people came out bashing Donald Trump for even making that tweet. I was one of them. I was like, we're in a sad state of affairs. Anytime the president has nothing else to do but to disrespect Don Lemon and and uh, LeBron James, I was like, it's just it just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever why he would do things like that. Okay, so let me give you a little explanation of why everybody has been praising LeBron James as of late. Now, some people call LeBron James the goat, the greatest of all time, for his prowess on the basketball court. Right, eight straight NBA Finals that has never been done before. I mean, the guy is a fantastic, fantastic basketball player. 
One of the best we've ever, we've ever seen, no doubt. Other people say it's the fact that he's a family man. Like, you never hear a real big scandal about LeBron and his wife, Savannah, who he's been dating since high school, or his three children, none of that. Other people say it's because of his work in the community that really makes him the greatest of all time, right? When you see wealth on certain celebrities, millions and billions of dollars, Forbes list stuff, uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. showing off an $18 million watch that he's purchased, but where Floyd is from, what has Floyd done for the community? That's just an example, right? But residents in his hometown of Akron, Ohio, experienced that work firsthand this week when his I Promise School opens its doors for 240 at-risk third and fourth graders. Now, hear me clearly. He made an I Promise School for 240 at-risk third and fourth graders. Not for intelligent, super bright kids, but for at-risk youth. All right? The school is a project of the LeBron James Family Foundation and Akron Public Schools. And here's some of the perks that these kids are getting, okay? In addition to attending a school run by LeBron James, students also receive free tuition, they don't have to pay. Free uniforms, free breakfast, free lunch, and free snacks. Free transportation if you live within two miles of the school. A free bicycle and a helmet. Access to a food pantry for their entire family. And guaranteed tuition for all graduates to the University of Akron. What's more, parents of the students will receive access to job placement services and help acquiring their GEDs. This is what I'm talking about. Now, this school's curriculum was crafted with the help of Akron, Ohio County educators who said they'd seen their kids underperforming in the the, the classroom for a long time. There's a focus on hands-on STEM education with an emphasis on developing problem-solving skills for everybody. They have a later start time for school days and more staggered breaks in order to promote year-round education. Now, right now, it's only open to third and fourth grade students, but it's going to expand to the eighth grade by 2022. That is absolutely phenomenal. And the man should be applauded. Applauded. Former First Lady Michelle Obama called him a role model on and off the court. That is an absolutely amazing thing to do. But then our president of the United States, Donald Trump, who LeBron James doesn't agree with a lot of his stuff, said LeBron James was pretty much called him dumb. Pretty much tweeted out that he was dumb. And this is what bothered me. How many retweets and how many likes that the president has. Now, I don't agree with a lot of Donald Trump's policies i don't agree with a lot of things that donald trump says but i feel like we can be in this country where there's a conservative republican agenda a liberal democratic agenda not agree with each other but not be divisive i feel like our president does a lot of things that are racist i feel like our president does a lot of things that are homophobic i feel like Our president does a lot of things that are anti-women, and I feel like our president does a lot of things that are very, very divisive, right? Before 
President Trump used to praise LeBron James. Now LeBron James has come out and said that he doesn't agree with a lot of the president's policies, and the president wants to belittle him because he's a successful black man and because he's doing something great for the community. And that's the kind of stuff that I cannot understand, nor can I support those things. It's almost like what Jerry Jones just said about kneeling for the national anthem, right? If you're kneeling for the national anthem and you're a Dallas Cowboy, you won't be playing on a Cowboys team that everybody has to toe the line. Yet, at a preseason game, we saw Jerry Jones standing there with the national anthem playing with his hat still on his head. You know, the way Papa John decides that he wants to secretly disrespect black people by calling us niggas and then you buy my pizza niggas. You know what I mean? Like, this stuff got this stuff got to stop. But when it comes to the athlete, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to the athlete speaking out on political and social issues, okay, like LeBron James, like Colin Kaepernick, a lot of people in this world believe Shut up and play ball. Shut up and do this. Shut up and do that. Why are you talking? You make all of this money. You you have all of these things that normal people don't have. You're a gifted athlete. Why don't you just shut up and play ball? Why don't you just be quiet, right? While the cops shoot down your own people in the street when they don't even have a weapon on them, don't talk about that. When you're fighting for injustice like Colin Kaepernick did, and you lose your livelihood because you are secretly being blackballed by the white owners of all NFL teams, don't take a knee. Just let them do whatever they want to do to Colin Kaepernick. It's the same thing they would do to you if you decided to speak out against racial injustice. Oh, well, at a football game, it's not the time to do that. In this stadium, where we come from release from everyday society, that's not the proper place or the proper time to do that. In other words, just shut up and, and, and hike the fucking football, nigga. Just shut up and run the football for the first down, nigga. No matter how we treat your people outside, of the football stadium. Remember, you're blessed, nigga. Don't say nothing about Sandra Bland. Don't say nothing about anybody else that's getting killed by the police. Just shut up and play ball. And for the longest time, it's been that way. They just want LeBron James to shut up and play ball. A lot of us don't feel like Michael Jordan speaks up enough. Michael Jordan makes a lot of money, a shit ton of money by being the owner of the Charlotte Hornets and still selling Jordans to kids after all of these years. And we feel like there's a lot of things that's going on in this country that Michael Jordan needs to step up as a leader and say something about. This has been, I've been hearing this for a long time. Why don't Michael Jordan say anything? Why don't Michael Jordan say anything? Michael Jordan is never on the front front when it comes to anything controversial whatsoever. Mexican kids buy Jordans just as much as anybody else in this country, right? When they were separating Mexican babies away from their parents and deporting them and and charging their parents with a felony and putting Mexican kids in cages, a lot of people just kept their mouth closed and didn't say anything. A lot of people didn't make public statements about it. And people were like, why aren't people standing up? You have a lot of actors and actresses and athletes that stand up and say that this shit is wrong, right? A lot of them come out, supported the Me Too movement, 
supported Colin Kaepernick, supported LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and, and all the guys that stood up at the ESPYs and had something to say. Supported I Can't Breathe t-shirts when they wore them after they choked the man out for selling, cops choked the man out for selling bootleg cigarettes and killed him. But they always somebody that's going to be on social media somewhere just say, shut the fuck up and play ball, nigga. Just shut the fuck up. Well, if you can, you can love what you're doing and still be politically and socially aware of what's wrong with that. I mean, if that was the case, if it's unpatriotic to take a knee in support of in 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 support of your own people to fight against police brutality in African American and minority communities then why is it okay for you to fly them fucking planes over and, to fly, and wave that American flag in everybody's face and make people stand up for the national anthem? Suppose they don't want to stand up for the national anthem. Do that make them any less patriotic than anybody else? I don't think so. I'm the son of a veteran. My father was patriotic. My father fought in two different wars. But if I take a knee, all right, to show people that I'm protesting the way America treats us as African-Americans, I'm wrong and I'm unpatriotic. That's fucking bullshit. Because I'm on the radio or because I do stand-up comedy, I'm not supposed to say anything about the injustices that are being perpetrated against people of color around the world and in this country. That's some fucking bullshit. And for the President of the United States to not have anything better to do, okay, than to disrespect LeBron James and Don Lemon is a pack of bullshit, if you ask me. We have been involved in the struggle of people of color in this country for as long as I can remember. For as long as I can remember. It's just weird to me, right, that you can't say what you want to say in this country. It's supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave. As long as it agrees with your agenda, like that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. It's almost like they feel like they're doing you a favor by rewarding your athletic prowess. LeBron James gets paid big bucks because LeBron James can put the ball in the basket better than damn near anybody else in this world. That's why whatever team LeBron plays on has to pay LeBron. It's not just about him putting the ball in the basket either. It's the fact that he generates revenue for an entire city. LeBron generated revenue for the entire city of Cleveland. And all he did was turn around and decide to put a school back in the community where he come from to support at-risk youth. At-risk youth. Jalen Rose did the same thing in Detroit. P. Diddy did the same thing in Harlem. Oprah Winfrey has done the same thing. And hopefully this will start a trend on these billionaire athletes and billionaire entertainers that are so quick to run and kiss Antoine Torres' ass to be at the Met Ball and to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on cars and jewelry and dumb shit and don't put anything substantial in their communities. Hopefully this will spark something or put a fire underneath their ass. But I just don't understand this shut up and do this attitude that this country has on athletes nowadays. And this is not the first time. Do you guys remember, a lot of you may not remember Muhammad Ali. Well, let me give you a little history on Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was born Cassius Clay, 
and is absolutely recognized as one of the greatest athletes to ever do any sport, but especially in the boxing ring. He's an outspoken activist whose conscientious objection to serving in Vietnam War would see him lose the heavyweight title and the best years of his life and effectively barred him from the sport for over three years. Ali said about his decision, I can't take part in nothing where I helped the shooting of dark Asiatic people who haven't lynched me, deprived me of my freedom, justice, and equality, or assassinated my leaders. This was 1967. I was four years old. Ali was convicted of draft evasion, sentenced to five years in prison, and fined $10,000. He remained free while he appealed his case. The Supreme Court in 1971 unanimously overturned Ali's conviction, okay? And President Donald Trump was talking about pardoning Ali. Well, first of all, he was never convicted of anything in which a pardon is needed at all. Ali lost so much more for standing up for his right not to fight against the Viet Cong. He lost the prime years of his career. In 64, Ali took the military qualifying examination, all right, but his mental aptitude score was below the minimum requirement to be drafted. I said I was the greatest and not the smartest, is what he said, which was really funny. So on February 66, Ali was reclassified 1A. His request for a deferment would be denied, yet President Trump never served in Vietnam amongst a bunch of deferments. He got an education deferment and a medical deferment. But Ali wouldn't, couldn't even get a deferment. All right? Couldn't get a deferment. Ali was famous for quoting, man, I ain't got no quarrel with them Viet Cong. Ali voiced his concerns about fighting in the Vietnam War, lost the best years of his career as a pro. He was young. He was the heavyweight champion. Every governing sanctioning body of boxing stripped him and then everybody looked at him as a hero later on in life after my god i'm so glad in those days there was no social media because people was just really angry about ali saying he was unpatriotic he 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 didn't deserve to be the heavyweight champion of the world and to represent the united states of america you know, it's it, it was it, this is 67 ladies and gentlemen. This is 1967 where a black man still couldn't stay in the same hotel as a white man. A black man still couldn't drink from the same fountain as white people. This is 1967. Okay? The Supreme Court didn't dismiss this case until 71. It's 1967. It's a long time ago. It's, to, it's been going on. Athletes have been standing up for social injustices in this country. Athletes have been speaking out for what they think is wrong. It is not correct to be divisive. It's not, it's not good for this country overall. And on the world stage, it's, it's, it's very embarrassing, if you ask me. Like, I don't understand this, this thought process of shut the fuck up and do this. They said the same thing about actors. I mean, you had Jim Brown. You had Lou Alcindor, who was his name at the time until he changed the name to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and a whole lot of other athletes stand behind Ali, 100%. 100%. 
even the man who captured the heavyweight title when Ali was stripped, Joe Frazier, stood behind Ali. Okay, then when they went to have their fight, Ali hurt the man's feelings by calling the man Uncle Tom when the man was one of the people that was used to actually give Muhammad Ali money. Actually gave him money. And he hurt Joe Frazier that bad, called him Uncle Tom, called him all kind of other shit. You know, it was it was crazy. It was crazy, man. I mean, Ali is a beloved figure in the history of sports today. But back in the 1960s, it was like, nigga, shut up and box. Don't say nothing about the Vietnam War being wrong. And the Vietnam War was wrong. Absolutely fucking wrong. Okay, the Vietnam people wanted their freedom from France. And France was an ally, so we backed France. Huh? The French had no business occupying Vietnam and taking Vietnam as no damn colony. You just can't run around colonizing people because you want to. Shit is bullshit. Look up the Vietnam War or watch one of those specials on Netflix about what the Vietnam War was all about. And America backed that bullshit. Straight backed that bullshit. It was crazy. Nobody really won the Vietnam War. We all lost a whole fucking lot. A whole fucking lot. But back then... Anything the United States did and anything, anytime you spoke out against it, you were deemed as being not patriotic. And people really didn't start loving Ali till later off and later, not later off, later on in his career. And now what he's done then is looked upon as one of the greatest things that was ever done because we realize now that we got into some shit that we shouldn't have been in as a country. And later on in life, Colin Kaepernick is suffering right now. His career is over as a professional football player for doing what he knows is right. And watch it take 20 years down the line for people to say Colin Kaepernick was a hero. He was a hero of his people. While LeBron James can't be a hero of his people, he's doing great things for the youth, for the next generation to come. When have you ever heard other athletes do this thing the way LeBron is doing it for the school. Free tuition, free uniforms, free bicycle, free helmet, free transportation within two miles, free breakfast, lunch, and snacks, food pantry for your family, GEDs and job placement for your parents, and guaranteed tuition to the University of Akron for every student that graduates. Guaranteed tuition? To keep it all in Akron, where he's from. Them kids walk in the same streets that he walked on. So he should be able to do that, but he should not be able to say, I disagree with the policies and the divisiveness of the president of the United States. Shut the fuck up and play basketball, LeBron. You, you, we doing you a favor. No, you're not. LeBron puts butts in the seats. LeBron sells merchandise for your team. LeBron sells TV rights for your team, for any team that he's on. The TV is on. So LeBron should be able to go in there and command whatever kind of money he wants and play for whatever, how many years he wants. And LeBron should be able to say what he wants and be political if he wants. And so should Don Lemon from CNN, who's been very vocal against this presidency. The same way Ali was very vocal against the Vietnam War. The same way Jim Brown and everybody else and all those other actors and actresses and athletes marched with Dr. King for the civil rights of African Americans in this country. No, we're not going to shut the fuck up and do whatever. I'm not going to shut the fuck up and just be a radio personality and don't care about my people. Other people want to do that, that's fine, but I'm not. And I applaud every athlete 
that stands up for what they believe in and don't believe in it. Oh, shut the fuck up and act. Oh, that had no place at the Oscars. The Oscars is a celebration. No, it's a platform. It's a stage and it's a platform. Everybody applauded when women stood up at the Oscars and said, we ain't taking this shit no more. You're not just going to be trying to stick your thumb up in my ass when I just came here for a damn audition or to talk to you about a role in the movie. I'm not going to let you grope me no more. I'm not going to let you belittle me no more. I'm not going to let you pressure me into sex for a damn movie, television, or stage role anymore. I'm not going to allow you to grope me. I'm not going to allow you to say disgusting and outlandish things to me about what you want to do to me just because you're in a position of power. We're not having it no more. And everybody stood up and said, yeah, that's right. That's right. Say that shit at the Oscars. We ain't going to take it no more. Harvey Weinstein's a fucking pig, and we ain't going to take his shit no more amongst other people. Kevin Spacey, same way. Amongst a whole lot of other people, including our president who said, I just walk up to him and grab him by the pussy. We ain't going to take that shit from you men of power no more. But if a black man stands up and says something for his people and for the next generation that's coming behind him so that the streets can be a little bit safer for us to walk down, he should shut the fuck up and do whatever he's doing. He should shut the fuck up and just play basketball. That's some bullshit. It's it's always some bullshit. And it's divisive as hell because this is a time where we need to be coming together. This is a time that we need to be loving each other. This is a time where we should be proud of the people in government. We should be proud that they're doing the work of the people, for the people, by the people, and all that. That's what we should be proud of right now. We shouldn't be worrying about what LeBron James says that is not to your liking. There's a lot of vocal people that were fans of Barack Obama, but he didn't sit there on Twitter and insult each and every person and make divisive comments that further divide this country like that. We're not just divided on race now. We're divided by political lines. We can't agree to disagree. It's disgusting. But please, please, you have a right, no matter what you do for a living, to protest. You have a right to speak your mind, whether I agree with it or not. You have a divine right in this country to be a doctor and be politically sound or political activists. You have a right to be a teacher and be a political activist. You have the right to be a person that owns a flower store, okay, and be a political activist. You have that God-given right. So why shouldn't an athlete have the same right that you have? Why shouldn't a rapper or a singer or an actor or an actress or producer or film director have the same rights that you have. They worked hard for their position. 
They got into their position, and now they have a right to be vocal about anything they want to be vocal about. Kurt Schilling is a classic example. Conservative Republican, I follow him on Twitter. I don't always agree with everything that comes out of Kurt Schilling's mouth or from his brain into his hands onto Twitter, but I don't always totally disagree with everything. But that's his right. I don't tell him, you're a former baseball player. Why don't you shut the fuck up and play baseball? Why don't you shut the fuck up and go coach? No, the man has a right to say what he want to say, and I have a right to agree, and I have a right to disagree. Back off these athletes, man. Back off these athletes and allow these athletes to lead the youth because the youth look up to them. Allow these athletes to do great things like LeBron James, and don't belittle them and say even Don Lemon made LeBron James seem intelligent, and that's hard to do. No, I applaud Men like Jalen Rose, Diddy, LeBron James, women like Oprah Winfrey, and and all our athletes that speak out, Colin Kaepernick, all the way back to Jim Brown, all the way back to Muhammad Ali. I applaud them for speaking their mind against political and social injustice. No, you shouldn't fuck up. Shut the fuck up and play basketball, football, baseball, hockey, soccer, whatever tennis, whatever your sport is. And when you are willing to put that shit on the line for the greater good, then you further have my undying loyalty and respect. When I see athletes and authors and rappers and entertainers speak up and speak their piece, whether I agree with it or not, I salute them for not just going, I got money. I don't need to care about all the other shit that's happening out here. I salute them 100%. Keep doing it. Keep doing it big and keep giving back. And let LeBron James influence everybody in this country to think about people who are less fortunate than we are and to give back. My name is Ed Lover, y'all. This is Come On, Son, the podcast. I definitely approve this message. God bless each and every one of y'all, man, and thanks for listening. All right? Come on, son. Now get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out cigarsinternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Kimana Paulus and Krista Hayes. Recorded at Mean Street Studios in downtown Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast.